0: Hey guys, welcome back to Sarah Says, the podcast with me, Sarah, CEO and Chief Scrunchy Enthusiast over at Sockbun Studios, talking about whatever it is that's on my mind. That felt really good to say. It has been a while. Honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. I am all the time on the podcast. Lately, I just, <laughs> I've said it before. I think I said it last year on the podcast, or at least I know that I have talked about it. With friends before, maybe on my Instagram stories, sometimes I feel like I am high functioning depressed, where like I don't need medicine or I don't think that I do, but I also don't have a lot of energy or want or desire to do things. And I mean, that really hit starting in 2020. I think a lot of people felt that. And yeah, the last few weeks, I've just really been battling through another, like, I just feel like I'm constantly in the hills and valleys right now. And I'm on the other side of a valley because of Jane the Virgin. Yes, the television show that aired from 2014 to 2019 on CW. You can watch it on Netflix. Um... This is a very, I mean, like me, you know, I ramble or like I can just, I just kind of like walk off into different directions, you know. Um, I have actually been wanting to watch Jane the Virgin for a while now. And then a couple of weeks ago, I took this test on Twitter. It was this thing trending on Twitter. And it was take a personality, TV personality quiz or like answer these questions to see who you most resemble from television. And so I took it and I came back and it was literally like, you identify 93.5% with Jane Villanueva from Jane the Virgin, played by Gina Rodriguez. And I was like, you know, I've never watched this show, but I've, I've always wanted to. So after that, and it was so funny because I had wanted to watched the show previously, I'd been thinking about it. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll watch it in the Virgin. Then I took this random quiz and it came back with that as the result. And I was like, oh, okay, this is it. I need to watch this show. Um, so I did. <laughs> or like I am. I've started. I just finished season one last night and I, I like, I already had to like turn on a little of season two because, uh, you know, spoiler cliffhanger and all of this. And I was like, I can't do it. Um, like most things. I was just telling my boss about this. Do you guys know that I ruin the end? <laughs> You guys know I ruin for myself every time, right? Like I always read the end of books somewhere towards the beginning of the book because like I just need to know. So the problem with all five seasons being done <laughs> is that I can already watch the series finale, you know, when I need a little pick-me-up. So I already knew. Because I had several friends that did watch the show. And I remember the uproars of everything happening at towards the end of it. So I already knew the major plot points. And we won't talk about those in case you are now doing a watch of Jane the Virgin for the first time like me. so I do. I at least have one person now watching Jane the Virgin <laughs> for the first time. Uh, I was like, look, Mom, I'm an influencer. Um, so... On the one hand, like I can watch this and I and I know you know what kind of what's going to happen, but like have I already fast forwarded to certain scenes that happen in future seasons because I am a psychopath and I <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I am maybe I did okay whatever that's not the point. Um, I am a I'm obsessed with this show like me. I am Jane. Jane is me. Like so many things. (laughs) We, we are one. And I'm like, yes, I, that would, that would absolutely be what I do. She's raised by a single mother. I was raised by a single mother. Now her father, Rogelio, does enter the storyline. We're going to talk about it. But, uh, whereas I like still don't know my dad totally, which like, I'm just saying that as, you know, Like, my dad's not a telenovela star that I know of. Um, She's very close to her abuela. I was very close to my grandma. Um, God, the Raphael storyline. Ugh, obsessed. I, you know, I just, I think it's because Raphael is played by Justin Baldoni. And I equate Justin Baldoni to Man Enough. And the things that he's done since Jane the Virgin that I just love Raphael. I think if I had watched it when it first aired, I still would be Team Raphael. But, like, I don't equate Justin to anything else other than his book Man Enough and then the work that he is doing to repair the men of the world and to support the women of the world, by telling the men to fix themselves and go to therapy and have emotions and everything. Like, oh, it just, it adds this layer and this dimension to Raphael. So, um, so anyway, I finished season one. I'm here to talk about all of my thoughts on the first season of Jane the Virgin. I will do a recap of each of the five seasons because this is like, I was so excited to sit down and do this podcast, even though I'm sitting in my very hot room. That's not very hot because today was actually a nice day outside. Uh, So it's not terrible. But um, like I said, I just have a fan going out of my room all the time. So I can't have that on while I'm podcasting. So that tells you that I'm ready for this. And I just want to say also that even before I watched this show, I was watching the Golden Globes in 2015 when Gina Rodriguez won for Jane the Virgin, which I just looked up because I wanted to make sure that I got the speech correct because I do not have the bracelet with me right now. Um, but I have a bracelet engraved. It's part of her speech that she gave after she won the Golden Globe. And apparently she was the first and only maybe actress from the CW to win a Golden Globe. So that's also huge. But she gave this speech. And I remember then thinking like, oh, I should watch the show because I, I just loved her speech. And I don't know why... I didn't turn it on then. I don't know why. I mean, I know, I know where I was during those years. And like this show actually would have really helped me because most of those years were really the hardest years of my life. Um, so it actually would have been really helpful to watch it then. But um, in the speech, she said um, at the end, so this is what I have part of this on a bracelet uh, that I used to wear all the time. And she said, my father used to tell me to say every morning that today is going to be a great day. I can and I will. Well, dad, today's a great day. I can and I did. And I'm not going to cry. That just, oh, I remember her giving that speech. So I have a bracelet that says, um, today's a great day. I can and I will. And I just, that's so me. So I feel like Gina Rodriguez in real life must be an Enneagram 7. We're just gonna put that there, anyway. Anyway, let's dive into season one of Jane the Virgin. If you have not watched this show, <laughs> you can catch me watching. I watch about two episodes every night, sometimes three. Uh, I I put it all on Instagram, all of my thoughts. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so if you if you are coming from Instagram, if you catch this, um, and you've done the, like, you, maybe, maybe you don't need to really dive into this because, you know, I've already, I've already said it all. But if not, you can catch me watching the future seasons on my Instagram stories, on Instagram, Soccer One Studios. <sighs> okay. All right. I'm just, like, soaking it in. Also because I'm, like, the faster I can get through this podcast, the faster I can get to season two. Even though I did, I did start the, episode because I, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. But anyway, okay. Okay. Let's go. Season one, Jane's virgin. All right. Okay. Let's attempt <laughs> to give a little, like, just a little background here. So when we start the show, we meet Jane. She's a 23 year old student. She is a virgin, obviously. She has been taught by her grandmother, her abuela, Alba. Um, she crushes this flower, and when she opens her hand again, her grandmother says, see, this is what happens. You can never get it back. Like, it, the flower will never be the same. The petals will never be the same. Treat this carefully. Jane takes that to heart. She lives at home with her abuela and with her mother, Xiomara, also Zo called Zo. and her father, she doesn't know who he is at the time. She works for the Marbella Hotel which is owned by Rafael Salada. Now, five years ago, Rafael and Jane had this one magical afternoon. She worked at a different restaurant. It was the summer and he had knocked on the window. She was cleaning up, she's the only one there. And they end up, like she fixes him some food and they sit there, they talk, have this great conversation and he kisses her. She gives him his phone number, her phone number. He never calls. Five years have gone by now. So, like, we're back present day. And Jane works at the Marbella at his hotel. They never run into each other or anything. Now, at this time, though, she ends up running into him. (laughs) And he is having a conversation with his sister, uh, Louisa, And he's like, you know, I think I want a divorce from Petra. So he's married to this woman named Petra and things are not going well between them. Petra overhears this. She's like on the other side of where they are. So Petra decides to go and get artificially inseminated because after Jane and Raphael had had that day five years ago to present day, Raphael had gotten So he was married to Petra. They had suffered a miscarriage and then he ends up getting cancer. And so they end up freezing his sperm because that now he's infertile. So behind his back, Petra goes to the fertility clinic, or not even a fertility clinic, just regular OBGYN. And because she wants to use the sperm, she wants to get pregnant to try and keep him. Louisa, Raphael's sister, as I've already previously said, is a gynecologist. She ends up walking in, finding her wife sleeping with another woman, and goes in the next day thinking um, that Jane is Petra, or another woman, Not, not even, yeah, well, no, because she'd know if it was Petra, yeah. So she walks in, Jane is just thinking she's having this yearly gynecology appointment, you know, pap smear, all full nine yards, uh, but instead gets artificially inseminated with Raphael's sperm. And Louisa realizes this the second she walks in and sees Petra. <laughs> but Louisa's like, there's only a 20% chance that this is going to take, so we could just not going to say anything. She calls a friend who she also had formerly been with Rose, who is now married to her father, Emilio. I, t- I When I tell you this, tell them about it. When I tell you, this is the kind of drama and story that I live for. You know what I mean? So Jane going about... <laughs> Jane's going about her life because she just thinks she had a regular pap smear. And she is very much in love with this guy named Michael. Michael is a detective, just a very plain... He looks like Joe Burrow. He looks like a Wally version of Joe Burrow. I'll say it that way. Um, hate his hair. Hate it. I just, I hate it a lot. I hate his sideburns and I hate his haircut. I, I mean, like I think Brett Dyer. It. I think that's his name. <laughs> I didn't just make that up. Um, I think in real life. I don't know. I'd have to see pictures to see if his hair gets better. I don't. I don't know what they were doing with his hair, but like it's, it's terrible. Anyway. Michael's ready to propose. They've been dating for two years. He's ready to get married. He loves Jane. Jane, you know, wants to get married to him. And then she's on the bus with her mother and she throws up. Uh, well, she passes out. That's what it is. So, sorry. She doesn't throw up. She passes out. And so she ends up at the ER and the doctor's like, well, the or the nurse, whatever. He's like, oh, you're pregnant. <laughs> they both start laughing. They're like, <laughs> that's not possible. And Jane's like, I've never had sex. And he's like, okay? And he's like, maybe we should talk alone. and Because, you know, he thinks she's lying. And she's like, no, like, I'm a virgin. (laughs) And so I was like, do another test. Like, if my daughter says she's a virgin, she's a virgin. I know she's a virgin. Do another test. So they do another test. He's like, you're pregnant. This is when she, like, so she calls in and then this is when she finds out. (laughs) And at first, she doesn't know who the sperm donor was, that it's Raphael. Um, but, and then Louisa tells Raphael and Petra, Raphael's like, you use my sample, like, you, like, you were doing this just to try and trap me. Um, and Petra's like, I can't, I, like, I cannot believe, like, you did this. Uh, because Louisa at the time had just used saline <laughs> for Petra. <laughs> That's a mess. Louisa is a mess. And, um, so, but then it does it come out, uh, like, they figure out who each other are. And Michael, like, Jane ends up telling Michael, like, hey, it's no big deal. But, like, you know, Raphael and I kissed once. But, like, it's fine. Oh, I, I forgot to add in that she, like, she tells Michael, like, as he goes to propose, she's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> He's... It was such a jam pack. That's, like, just, just the first episode. And so we just, like, go from there. But when I... Okay. My initial reactions were, like, I'm hooked. I'm instantly hooked. I cannot wait. Give me every single episode right now this second, which technically I do. I have every episode at, the, at my fingertips here. Um, here are my initial thoughts, though. I don't understand a single person who is Team Michael. I really, truly don't. Like, even though I know in the end what happens, I won't say it. If I ever, I'll try to make sure that I say spoiler alert here before I, like, give, you know, too much away into the future. Okay. Well, I already feel like I, whatever. Not the point. Even though I know in the end. Okay. You know what? Whatever. I'm just going to say it now so that way we get it off our chest here. Okay. Even though I know she ends up with Raphael in the end. I know that there is a section of time where she is married to Michael. I don't understand. <laughs> like, from go, Michael is just constantly being very selfish. um, And I guess to his credit, he does routinely come back and say, like, that was me, that was on me, like, that's what I wanted, but I want what's best for you, I want you to do what's best for you. But I mean, at the from Go, he's like, I don't want you to have this baby, don't have this baby, like, I don't want you to go through with this. And this is after she finds out, and she tells Michael, hey, this is their one chance to have a baby. This is before she knows that it's, no. Does this happen before or after? See, already. (laughs) But he's like, don't have this baby. And she's like, I'm going to have the baby. I'm going to give it to the parents. Like, this is their one chance to have a baby because the father had cancer. All this. And then when he finds out that it's Raphael, he's like, don't have this baby. Don't have his baby. Because he's, like, he's worried that she's going to want to keep the baby. Or, like, have any kind of visitation. And I'm like. Bro, one, like, I mean, really, truly put, try and put yourself into this situation here, okay? You're 23, you're still a virgin, and, like, you've lived with the fear of God from your abuela growing up, you know, like, to wait until marriage. You're Catholic, wait till you're married, you know. And then all of a sudden, you're just artificially inseminated. Throwing everything off course. You're getting ready to graduate. You're trying to find a job. You know, you're you're in love with someone else. You want to get married. You have your whole life planned out, you know, and then on accident, you're artificially inseminated and it takes and now you're pregnant. Like just try. And Michael is like, don't have this baby. Like, doesn't even at the start, like, try to comprehend the thought that, like, her whole world has just turned upside down. He's just like, don't have this baby because I don't want you to have this baby. I don't want to go through this like you're having another man's baby. Get out. Get out with your fugly sideburns. I don't understand how people, in the end, were upset that she ended up with Raphael at the end. I don't know. Look, I... (laughs) Season one, Michael... I'm just saying it right here, right now. Season one, Michael did not earn my trust or respect at any point in time. Not a single ounce of me is, is team Michael. And a friend that's watched the show several times at one point commented on one of my stories. And she says, I actually, I'm going to pull it up because I want to make sure that I do this quote justice from her. She said, oh, wait a minute. I'm not even in my stories here. Um, where'd she go? There it is. Uh, I truly will never, she wrote in caps, understand how this clown, aka Jane, had the option to choose between Michael and Raphael, and she chose Michael with an upside down smiley face. And I wrote back, I. Dun, 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 dun. It's not even close. Not even close! <laughs> and she's like, truly clap hands. And she's watched this whole se- show multiple times. So I'm just saying, I don't think my opinion of Michael is going to change as we go forward. But from go, I don't understand how your team, Michael, make it make sense because the math ain't mathing for me. Moving forward through the season, so then, like, there, oh my gosh, it's so hard to like talk about this show and not go into every single episode because then that would just we would need multiple parts for season one. Um, so Ziomara convinces Jane to sue Louisa. She, Jane does not know that Louisa is Raphael's sister, and like for a while, Jane in the second episode, like she's not sure if she wants to go ahead to keep the baby when she finds out that Raphael has this very bad boy past. Michael gets very scared at this moment because he's like, "Oh my god, am I have, like?" Because he's like, "Am I gonna have to raise another man's baby?" Because he's just. Be doing Michael things as I tap my forehead here, um, but then Michael comes to find out that Raphael is married to Petra. Michael has compromising photos of Petra with Raphael's now dead best friend Roman, because Roman gets killed. He falls on an ice pick, ice statue pick, yeah, of a whale, narwhal, marlin, something. Um, not a whale. It must be a marlin. Uh, I think it's marlin, whatever it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah. It's marlin because, um, the high sculpture guy first thought it said marlin, uh, for a wizard. So, um, so then Michael starts working with Petra to keep her out of prison, like to keep her from getting arrested in connection with Roman dying because, She's literally pictured having an affair with Roman. Um, and they had been tailing this Roman guy for working with Sinrostro, which is going to be a whole thing, uh, a.k.a. the man with no face. And it's a, like a drug underworld crime boss person who has been like MIA for the last four or five years uh, and is now back. So Michael is working with Petra and so he's like gaslighting Jane as well, which also irritates me. Um, and, but Raphael over here, like <laughs> Jane keeps telling Zoe, like, "No, I'm not gonna sue." And Zoe's like, "You, you have to sue, like, because you had your life planned out. You had this plan, and like now look at you. Like, of course you're gonna get attached to this baby. Like, there's no way that you're not going to have feelings. What? Like, you're gonna carry this baby for nine months, and then you're just supposed to just give this baby up, like." it's not like you asked to become a surrogate, you know what I mean? Uh, and, like, and you know, Raphael, like, you're, so you're gonna see this baby, but you're also, like, not supposed to see this baby. Um, so Raphael finds out about this suit. He could tell Jane, he could tell Jane, like, hey, so I put my portion of the Marbella behind Louisa after her last medical malpractice, um, suit. But he doesn't. He's like, you should sue. You should sue. Like, if she sues, obviously she'll win. He, they will lose the Marbella. He will lose the Marbella. So where Michael is gaslighting Jane and working with Petra and like lying to Jane, because like Jane keeps catching Petra and Michael talking She doesn't know what's going on. And and he's like, there's nothing... Like, it's no big deal. Like, you're just... You're making too much out of this. It's the pregnancy hormones, all of the... Gaslighting the... Out of her. Raphael, meanwhile, could lose his business, could lose his livelihood. He's like, you should sue her. Doesn't say, hey, that's my sister and I, you know, put the backing into this. Um, so... And then, um, Louisa just often disappears. So... That's also, like, again, could, could tell her. He doesn't. Jane meets her father, Rogelio de la Vega. No, did I miss a name in there? No, but, well, I know it's de la Vega. I think it's just Rogelio de la Vega. He is Santos, El Presidente on the Passions of Santos, a telenovela that they all watch. Jane had been raised to believe that her father was a military man didn't know anything about her. Um, like, he and Zoe had, like, one night, I think, all this. No. And Zoe knew for a while. And so she had written to Rogelio when she saw him on TV 18 months prior and said, hey, you have a daughter. Um, Or, like, I kept her. Because she had told Rogelio that she was pregnant at the time. And he had said, you should get an abortion. Um, But, you know, she obviously didn't. So Rogelio keeps... It's like so he's moved to Miami, and like he wants to meet Jane. And Zoe's like, you can't, you can't meet her right now. Like, there's a lot going on, and like this is gonna be way too much. But I promise, I promise, I'll I'll tell her soon. Alba's like, you need to tell her. Um, it finally comes out. Jane is devastated. She to- stops talking to Zoe. Moves in with Michael. Now and like she's fighting feelings for Raphael. This one point Raphael jumps... Oh, my God. First of all, I don't know what it is about Justin Baldoni jumping into pools. (laughs) It's happened twice now. Um, he... he, I don't even think there's a... A descriptor to give... To visualize how this man jumps into a pool. (laughs) It's like... He jumps, and while he's mid-air, he's, like, kicking his feet back and forth mid-air before he hits the water, as if he's, like, trying to not get it, or, like, because he's tall, like, that he's worried. I, I don't even know, but the way this man jumps in the water, I don't even It's crazy. But, like, Jane accidentally, like, falls into the pool. He jumps in after her at one point. And she's like, okay, Baywatch is four feet. And he's like, I didn't know if you could swim. And she's like, okay, well, I can stand. <laughs> and she, like, he has this halo glow around him. Like, she's finding these feelings. She comes to find out that Michael is gaslighting the f*** out of her with Petra from, like, while she's living with him. And she calls off... The engagement. (sighs) (laughs) She calls off the engagement. Raphael. Sorry, I'm, like, having a moment. Raphael has helped her with Rahelio's evil twin stepdaughters who end up, like, trying to get Jane fired from her teaching the um like teaching placement job which is like the last thing she needs uh and she ends up teaching high- at a high school a catholic high school for girls and Rogelio's um evil ex-stepdaughters end up going there and they torment jane basically and like and she goes to rafael about this rafael's like okay i can help you with this he distracts them like by whipping his shirt off at the beach and, uh, like Jane takes the phones and it does anyway. So while she is really questioning things with Michael, um, she and Raphael like have this moment and like Raphael had told her, like, I only see, like, I see you as a sister. And this is the moment at first where she's like, okay, like the halo goes away. And she's like, no, I want to be, I want to be with Michael. Like, this is just some weird, like, telenovela. This is like a weird movie. Like, you know, this isn't real life. Michael is real life. And it's only because, oh, sorry, that was my stomach. <laughs> it's only because at the same time, she had written Michael a steamy letter. Well, uh, while well also doing a hotel write-up for Raphael and of course she switches the letters so <laughs> Raphael gets the steamy letter. Um, So he's like no, I think of you as the sister and she's like oh okay. Obviously from that moment on though like Raphael's thinking about Jane. Jane is having these dreams about Raphael and then uh, you know with the whole betrayal of finding out that Michael is lying to her about Petra because she finds out that Petra's actually not a good person and that it's Petra and um, Raphael are getting a divorce. She breaks it off with Michael. She's sitting on this bench. Raphael comes out and he's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, I ended things with Michael. He like puts his, I can't like, I don't want to say he grabs her, but he like, so she's sitting on a bench. He's standing there and he just, he puts his hands around her head like, cradling her face, like, at, like face, head, neck area, and, like, lifts her gently. We won't say grabs. He, like, gently lifts her up, like, while he's cradling her face, kisses her. <sighs> I was like, this is episode seven? I was losing, I was losing my mind. I was losing my mind. I was like, look, I know, I know this isn't going to last. I know, you know, I know what I know but I cannot believe, like, I was not expecting this. I was so excited. She gets the foot pop, which is classic Princess Diaries. There are flower petals that are raining down in the flower, flower petals, like, symbolized with Alba and the crushing the flower petal at the beginning, and, uh, and, like, the telenovela music, everything. Obsessed. The way this man kisses her, I swear. <laughs> oh my god. And again, I'm like, how could you ever pick Michael? After this moment, how could you ever pick Michael? I don't know. Following their kiss, um, they, like, Raphael and Jane are figuring things out, but then he has to go to Mexico for two weeks because he's trying to find Louisa before the court case, and he can't find her. Two weeks go by. He comes back. Jane's abuela alba is very apprehensive about this whole court case because we find out that she is undocumented and so jane ends up dropping the case it's at this point that Raphael tells her you know about the case and louisa and all of this (laughs) so when jane like later we're talking about it later when jane and Zoe and alba are talking and this is Yeah, this is future, but I want to bring it up now. Um, At one point, Alba says, you know, money. Or no, maybe she says it then. And it, like, Jane, because Jane had kind of been questioning things. But then she's like, no, this is the real deal. Because uh, Alba says something about, like, if they just don't care about money at all they give that up to, like, make your life happen. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Because of the court case and everything. You know, then you know that it's true. You know, it's real. You know, it's real love. And yeah, I mean, Raphael doesn't know, you know, that Alba said this. And he tells Jane, and Jane's like, but you could have lost this. And he's like, that didn't matter. Like, what she did was wrong. And she should have to pay for it. And I was not going to tell you that to try and spare the money, you know, that doesn't matter at the end of the day. But, um, but he's like, you know, I'm so glad that you're going through with it and everything, you know, cause that's his only chance at a child. <sighs> it's so sweet. So then, um, also meanwhile, Petra has, we find out that Petra, that's not actually her real name. Her real name is Natalia, and there's this Czech guy named Yvonne uh, that she and Magda, her mother, actually end up kidnapping, basically, in their room. Um, and then we find out this whole backstory about Petra had a boyfriend, Milos, and he threw acid on Magda, and then the Yvonne guy showed up and said, you need to go hide, you know, do all this, so that's how she becomes Petra. Um, you know, then she went on to meet Raphael. First, she was with Lachlan, who is played by, um, oh, Michael Rady, (laughs) a.k.a. Costas from Sister of the Traveling Pants. That's how I know him. And, um, and so she had first been with Lachlan, but then Raphael's father, Emilio, had given most of the business to Lachlan for over Raphael. And so then Raphael kind of steals Petra away from Lachlan. Um, which Lachlan obviously still holds grudge over Which I mean, honestly he really should. So, uh, but Lachlan's not a good guy anyway. Um, so t- like all of this, Jane and Raphael are working together and kind of finally tell Petra, like either you agree to the divorce And you take what we give you or, you know, we're going to start really looking into all this. She's like, fine, I'll do it. Like, I'll go ahead with the divorce. Because she had tried this whole, like, well, we have it in the prenup or like we have this in our, yeah, in our prenup, you know, about children post with cancer and all this. And you're like, technically Jane is a surrogate, blah, blah, blah. So like, I also have rights to this child. Like, just so many things. And like, I want more money and all of these things that Jane had tried to like, put blockers up against. And Raphael's like, I just want to get a chance to know you. Like, I want to get to know you before we have this baby. Like, I just want to spend time with you. And he's like, if it's because you just broke up with Michael, we will go slow. We will be private. Like, he doesn't have to know, but like, I want to get this chance to know you. And like, if it's Petra, I'll just give her money and the divorce will go through and it'll go away. And She's like, but you're a bad boy. He's like, I'm not anymore. Like, yeah, I was. But, you know, cancer changed me and I'm trying to fight against that. And, like, they have this moment in Target. (laughs) They're really sweet. And then they, like, just stay up talking all night. And it's just really cute. (laughs) I know that I've, like, scrambled up some of that in the timeline. But, um, yeah, we're just going to, like, a little low-key variant here. Like, the timeline is a little screwed up. But this all happens at this time. I was losing it, like, there's, because you know I love Woody Banter, there's this moment where they're, when they're laying there, and, uh, they're, like, telling each other facts about each other, like, and go, and she's like, uh, uh, I can rap, and he looks, she just looks and goes, like, presents, and she's like, no, my mom was, like, really obsessed with eight mile for a hot minute, and I just kind of picked it up, and he looks at her, and he goes, do it. And she's like, no. And he goes, okay, well then I don't believe you. And so she starts doing this rap and then she's like, no, no, no. That was, that was way too soon, way too fast. And he's like, no, 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 no. You have to finish it right now. And she's like, no. And, and then she asked him a question and, oh, it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm so freaking obsessed with them. Um, oh, I'm so obsessed with them. I love them so much. Um, So moving on, then a hurricane happens, because they're in Miami, and, um, well, no, sorry, 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 before this happens, they're having a party, Alba gets drunk, and she wants to tell off Petra, she goes up there to tell off Petra, Magda answers the door, Yvonne is there, she's like, help, help, and Alba's like, whoa, what? She goes to leave, Magda, surprise, can walk Pushes Alba down the stairs, so we don't like that. No one else knows what's happened to Alba other than she's fallen downstairs, so she's unconscious in the hospital. And then this hurricane hits. Jane has gone back for Alba's rosary, but then she gets stuck there because they're like, "Do not leave." The roads are terrible. And Raphael's like, "You cannot go," and she's like, "You know what? I think you're right." Like after like a tree crashes into a window. Michael is also there. <sighs> <laughs> while she's stuck there, uh, Zoe and Rogelio, so Rogelio makes it to the hospital to be with Zoe, we, obviously because he knows about Alba, because uh, he'd also been at the party. And um, they, like, start going through this issue because Alba is undocumented, and so, like, they're going to contact ICE, like, if she doesn't wake up, you know, so that way she can go back to Venezuela and receive care there because get payment and all of this. And so Zoe tells this to Jane over the phone. And well, like, because she and Michael get trapped in an elevator together. And I was like, oh God, and uh, Michael's like, well, you know, I can get her on. I, I can get someone on police there and all this. And so he's like, what's the matter? And she's like, you know, my grandmother's undocumented. So At the end of the episode, Alba, you know, or, um, well, Alba wakes up and Zoe goes to say something to the doctor. And the doctor's like, no, everything's been taken care of. You know, everything's fine. I thought it was going to be Rogelio that had fixed it. No, it's freaking Michael. And the line is because she's like, you know, why would you, um, she's like, you know, why would you do this? And he said he w- was going, he's like, you know, we're meant to be together forever. And then this narrator says, uh, and he did until his very last breath. Spoiler alert. Uh- <laughs> so I, at that moment, I was like, no. I'm like, no, and I'll tell you why. Because if he had just done that out of the goodness of his heart and then not manipulated Zamiro about it, it would have been different. But this whole, like, because f- we're meant to be together, like, I'm gonna love her forever. Dude, let it go. <laughs> Every time, I am, I'm like, let it go, let it go, leave her alone bro. Like, leave her alone. Go away. Michael just keeps showing up. And I'm like, this is your fault. Raphael is also very aware that Michael wants Jane back at one point. I, I think it's after this fact. And at some point, he says, he's like, Jane, you're so naive. I was like, I was sitting there and had my eyes closed while I was listening to it. So I was like, oh, this is such an awkward conversation. And he's like, you're just too naive. Like he wants you back. You're just too naive. The way my eyes flew open. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong, but you signed your own death sentence, making like saying that to a pregnant woman that you barely know. You know what I mean? I was like, "Raf, I love you. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. What are you thinking? You know what I mean? Like, what are you thinking?" Getting to the back half of season one, so Jane officially really introduces Raphael to Zoe and Alba at a family dinner in episode eleven, and. He ruffles some feathers, especially with Zoe, because Jane is really struggling between choosing a writing gig that Rogelio had gotten her, well, at the time she didn't know, and then she does realize that the role of becoming a writer at Passions of Santos, his telenovela, was because of him, or become a full-time teacher at the Catholic all-girls high school that she had been teaching at, because after getting through to the evil ex-stepdaughters, um, she ends up, like, having the best teacher rating ever, and at the same time, oh my god, I completely missed, um, so the nuns, when they find out that she's a virgin and she's pregnant, they start selling these Jane the Virgin coins, (laughs) and, like, all of these parents come, Oh, to, or, like, married couples come to, like, hug her to hopefully get the blessing of getting pregnant and all this, and when Raphael finds this out, he's, like, Jane the Virgin, and she's, like, well, yeah, um, yeah, because, huh? you know, like, funny story, I'm a virgin, and, like, I'm waiting until marriage. <laughs> the look on his face and then she's like you're reacting and he's like i'm reacting which i'm allowed to do because she had just said that to him about something oh my god but then he apologizes. he's like i'm sorry like i shouldn't have you know reacted that way oh my god that was one of the funniest things so anyway um R- raf is like well you know you can do either like you don't have to do both and you really don't have to do either one if you don't want because he's like you are a writer like you want to write your own book you know because i'll be here i'll i'll support the baby and so it's like we didn't ask for your money and he's like well no like i not you know (laughs) that's not what i'm saying and jane is like tells the Omar like you have to give him a chance uh and alba alba does actually really like him though um, and he also speaks Spanish, so we also love that. Um, Rose, who I talked about in the, with the first episode with Louisa, um, yeah, they had continued their affair. Louisa had gone to an ashram, all of this, like, gotten clean and everything again, and um, from drugs and alcohol, mo- mostly just alcohol for her, and she's like, you know, we need to tell everyone about our affair. So Rose at the time was like, Louisa's gone crazy. She's saying that we're having an affair and, you know, she needs committed. So Raff and, you know, they, and Emilio, they commit Louisa. And, um, then, um, we find out that Sin Rostro that... Michael was convinced was Raphael. I'm like, it's not Raphael. God, Michael, will you just go away? <laughs> like I keep repeating. It's the way I say it. it's my tone. Um, it makes me think there's this TikTok video. Well, it's a sound and I was dying last year and it's this kid basically getting caught watching, um, probably, probably getting watched, co- sorry, probably getting caught watching porn by his mom, like teenager. And it's the sound. He's like, Oh my God, mom. <laughs> because he's like trying and she's like what were you doing he's like i i was on the computer and then i clicked a virus and i was worried that we had a virus and i stood up and my pants were falling down and she's like i want to see and he's like i deleted the virus oh my god mom it's the way i say oh my god it makes me think of that clip every time because every time michael like it just spouts off something stupid i'm like oh my god michael go away so um so he's been convinced that it's Raph. I'm like, it's not Raph. And it's not. So then we're like, is it Emilio, his father? And I'm like, I don't know. That just seems very, like, I don't know. But then, um, well, it. so then I started suspecting Rose because, like, obviously she commits Louisa and all this when Louisa is not crazy. And um, at the same time. Um Michael, no, I'm sorry, not Michael, Raf and Jane go to talk to Louisa. Because they're like, Jane's like, I think this will help. And Raph's like, it's not gonna help. Um and when Louisa realizes because he said somebody's like, you know, another person died, and yeah, you know, there was a bellboy with a corkscrew in his neck. Louisa writes this letter, and she tell like she gives it to Jane. Jane Ends up setting it down. Michael sees it and Jane's like, Well, yeah, I was going to give it to you to give to Rose. And he's like, This isn't a good idea. She's like, I really think you should at least read it. I'm like, Read the letter. Louisa gets on the phone with Raph and she's like, Will you just read the letter, please? Louisa thinks Emilio is Sin Rostro. No, it's Rose, which you know, Rostro, R O S T R O, and her name is Rose. Ro, Rose, 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 you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I was, I was shocked. I was, okay, I was more shocked that she killed Emilio <laughs> in concrete than the fact that she was Sin Rostra. So, um, so, you know, we get Sin Rostra out in the open and then we get into this, at we get into episode 13. Jane and Raph are at the um, doctor's appointment in order to find out the sex of the baby. Jane wants to find out, Raph doesn't. And then she's like, please, I really want to know. And she's like, even though, like, I know it's going to be a girl. Like, we because the Vill- Villanueva is like, we only have girls. Um, but then they have this ultrasound where there might be a problem, might not be. And they have to decide if they want to do an amniocentesis. <sighs> this episode. Because first, Raph, like, I cannot with this man. And I cannot with anyone that's like, she shouldn't have been with my ankle because first Raphael's like, we do not have to decide right away. Like we have some time, we have time to decide this. We don't have to make a decision right this second. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, she's on the phone with them. And because she's talking to Zoe and Alba about it. And yeah, cause she says, you know, there is a chance that it could cause a miscarriage. And I was like, but would it make a difference end of the day? Like, would you terminate the pregnancy? And Jane's like, no, I wouldn't like it, you know, I really, it doesn't. So she's like, so we're not going to do it. And she calls Raphael and Raphael's like, I agree. Let's not do it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine anyway. And you know, we'll just, we'll deal with it if we have to in the end. But then Jane just has all of these nightmares. She picks up her cap and gown the next day because she's finally, she's like graduating. It's so exciting. And she goes off to see Raphael. And Raphael's like, oh, you got your capping can Like, uh, are you going to try it on first? Or is that bad luck, like having a wedding dress on? And then he looks at her and he's like, Jane. And she's like, you know, I was thinking about it all night and I think we should do it. I think we should do the amnio because, you know, I was looking up stuff and, you know, we should know. And that way we can get the best doctors and I can research and, you know, be prepared and all that. And he's like, Jane, I agree. So we'll do the test. He's like, but it's going to be okay because it's going to be okay. Oh, my God. So, they do the test. So, she has to be on bed rest for 48 hours. So, she has to miss her graduation ceremony. Oh, God. Raphael stay, no one stays with her all 48 hours, sleeps on an air mattress on the floor next to her bed. For forty eight hours, so she gets her whole bed to herself. He makes her own little graduation ceremony, <laughs> puts balloons up and everything in the colors. Rogelio is the <laughs> commencement speaker. It was so freaking cute. She's like, "This is really cheesy," um, but the for like right after she comes back, they're laying there, and she's like, "I need you." and he's like, you need some sleep. Like you just you need to sleep. It's going to be okay. And she's like, you know, I just think like, can you talk to me? Just tell me anything. And she's like, that way it'll make me sleepy. And he's on the ground and he gets this cute smirk. And he's like, I'll try not to take that as, <laughs> as an insult. And so he like gets up on the bed, like leans over her. And he's like, okay, well, and he tells her, you know, that they're going to sell off part of the hotel. And she's like, wow. And then she's like, okay, is that all you got? And he goes, excuse me? And she's like, come on, like, I'm gonna need you to talk to me for like, the next 42 hours. And he says, I think you made the right decision doing the test. And he goes, just think about how anxious you would have been not knowing. And you know, now we're gonna know and it's gonna be okay. But I think you did the right thing. The way this man stood beside her choice... Every single time she was like, I don't want to do the test because it doesn't change anything. He's like, you're right. We won't do the test. It's okay. And then she's like, no, I think we should do the test. That way we'll know. And, you know, I can research. He's like, okay, we'll do the test. I think you're right. And then he validates her choice by saying, I think you made the right decision. Just think how anxious and nervous you would have been not knowing. And he's like, we still have five more months. Like, that would have been so long. And you would have been just tortured the whole time, not knowing. I am down so bad for Rafael Salado. Oh, my God. And then, like, just the fact that he is played by Justin Baldoni and Justin Baldoni is just this angel of a man in real life doing the work. It's... I am down so bad for this man. I'm like, who... Who is out here saying she should be with Michael? Who is saying that? I need people. I need them to show up in my Instagram DMs because season one, Michael didn't do shit for me. Okay, and my friend Anna, who's watched all the seasons multiple times, is like, she, I can't. I don't understand how this clown had got to choose between Michael and Raphael. She chose Michael and she's seen it all. So again, I say who, how, how, how can you not be in love with this man? Oh, and by the way, after his father died, Oh my God, I even missed this part after his father died. And like, he's really going through it and everything. She, and like, she didn't trust him for a second. And, um, uh, Alba's like, you know, you hurt his feelings and she shows up and she's like, I can't imagine what you're going through and you don't have to tell me, but I want you to know that I'm here and I'm not going anywhere because I love you. And the look, he just like has this moment. And he's like, I love you. I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they wake up, they wake up the next morning. Oh, this is after This isn't even then. This is, this is after the fact. Um right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he asked her, he's like, what are we doing? He's like, we're having a baby. I love you. You love me. Let's move in together. Yes, 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 Yeah. yes. See. We. Um. Talk. Yes. I'll say it in every language that I know. Yes is the answer. <laughs> a million times yes. In the words of Jane Bennett from Pride and Prejudice, who I also resemble from that quiz that I took. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. And Jane's like, can we just put a pen in it? Like, can we just until we get the results back from that? Can we just put a pen in it, girl? Ma'am, what are you doing? Okay. I'm like, I, I was, I've been rereading the little synopsis points here because I'm trying to make sure that I get all of the best, uh, points out of this. And I realized that, like, part of the reason that part of the things I was like, this is your fault, Mike. This is 95% your fault. God, Michael, will you just go away? Um, because Michael, like, is driving this little, like, the hints of deception. Like, oh, I think Raphael's hiding you know, Roman's killer and all this, because Raphael's been hiding, well, what we think is Roman's twin brother, Aaron, who looks exactly like Roman, actually turns out that it's Roman, uh, <laughs> and that Roman killed Aaron, it, that was a whole storyline that I actually was not, that, like, the way that completely shocked me in its entirety, I was like, Wait, excuse me? Um, I will have to say, like, Petra deserves some kind of recognition for that. Uh, and, like, these, like, little seeds between Raphael and Petra, because, like, Lachlan ends up trying to blackmail her because he really did have it out for her in the end. And so she and Raphael have to work together. Um, her crazy ex whatever, Milos, um, kind of uncovers for her that Magda had been lying to her all these years and, like, Magda can walk and, um, he ends up buying into the hotel that they had sold off and so now Petra owns more of the hotel than Raphael does and, you know, it's like, it's just, it's all these things start happening and I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And this is when, because of the Roman slash Aaron brother thing, that Jane goes to Raphael and she's like, I hurt you and I, I'm sorry, I should have trusted you and like, I can't imagine what you're going through but I want you to know that I'm here for you and that I love you and I'm not going anywhere. And then Raphael asks her to move in and she's like, you know, let's just wait until we know. The health of the baby comes back from the amnio. Everything's fine. There's no problems. And Raphael's like, okay, will you move in with me now? And she just, again, puts it off. She finds out, because of Michael, that her favorite romance author is having a talk at the hotel. She tells Raphael about this. The way in which I am Jane, Jane and I are the same person. (laughs) Which, like, there are all these little points where I'm like, oh my God, I've definitely said that. I've definitely done that. I was telling my mother because there was this moment where Ziomara was telling Jane, like, the best thing that I could do for you as your mother was just let you be and let you figure it out on your own because you have always been the hardest person on yourself. You've always been the one to hold yourself to the highest of standards. And I never had to worry about you ever. Like the way my mother has had the exact same conversation with me (laughs) and the way sometimes, like Ziomaro definitely had a lot more growing up to do than my mother did because Ziomaro was 16 when she got pregnant with Jane. Uh, my mother was 33, and it was intentional with me, you know, uh, whereas 16, Xiomara was not ready to, at the time, like, she was not planning this, um, but the way in which a lot of times Jane almost feels more of a parent to Zoe than the opposite, and, like, the way, like, if I can't get a hold of my mother, I'm like, yo, why can't I get a hold of you? What are you doing right now? Um, I feel all of that. I'm like, oh, my God, we are the same person. But um, there's this moment where, like, so she finds out that her like favorite romance author is going to be there. She's telling Raphael about it. And she's like, I'm going to give her a copy of my book or, like, the draft of my book that I'm writing. And, like, do you, like I'm going to do it. She goes to the event that the author's having. And the author starts talking, she's like, Now like I wanna read from my latest book and she starts reading. And it's like but like instead of like reading from the book, she's reading this scene and she's like and Jane stood and she's like, Jane, stand and I'm like, What's happening? And she turns around, Raphael's there, and I'm like, What are you doing? And then Jane's like, What are you doing? <laughs> And he's like, I'm proposing. I took my glasses off because I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, I love it. And also, I don't think this is a good idea. So he proposes and he's like, I just don't think that there could be a better, like, romance love story than this. Like, this is fate, all of this. And like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Will you marry me? And then she's like, "Can we talk in private?" I I was like, "This is, this is the beginning of the bad place." I just I just knew it was the beginning of the bad place. Raphael also hears from her, his mother, who had like abandoned him at age ten, or somewhere around that age. She shows up. He and Jane already kind of having a rough patch moment because. Then he's, like, thrown more into work because he's, like, trying to save the hotel and, you know, all of these things are going wrong. He'd lost the liquor license because of this party, because Michael showed up with Rogelio. In which Rogelio tells him, because Michael's like, can I ask you a question? Do you think they're going to last? Like, do you think they're going to make it? And again, I'm like, oh, my God, Michael, will you just go away? And Rogelio's like, I do. I do think they're going to make it. Even though Rogelio's like, I, I don't know. Like, in his head, he's like, I don't know. But he and Michael have become friends after they do the stakeout thing. And um, so, like, because of that, and then the party gets shut down. So, like, you know... And then they lose the liquor license, and Raphael's putting that on Michael, a.k.a. then goes, you know, to Jane. And then, you know, she won't move in with them, Or, you know, like, she's not sure. And then the whole, like, proposal, that falls flat. And she's like, I love you, but, like, this is too soon. Like, I... I, you know, I don't even know where you got this idea from (laughs) because when they're talking about moving in, she's like, you know, I want to abandon this plan that I have, but you know, I can't like, you know, I wanted to date and then I wanted to get engaged and get married and then have babies. And like, we're doing this all backwards and we're going to get there, but it's just not now. Man logic, man brain, he is like, oh, she wants me to propose. No, no. No, not at all. They have this botched Easter. And, like, anyway, then his mom shows up, tells him that Emilio had given her $10 million to leave. And so she did. She got remarried. She's like, You actually have a stepbrother. I'm like, Oh my God. This is bad. He gets drunk again. And he tells Jane. I just think we should take a break. And she's like, so you want to break up? And he's like, I think we should take a break. And she says, so you want to break up? And he goes, well, if that's what you want to call it. Jane walks out of the room. She's crying. I'm crying. I'm like, this is the beginning of the bad place. She runs into Michael because of course. Those two strike up. Well, so... First, well, they strike up this friendship per se, but first she goes to Raphael and she's like, you know, I think we should do couples therapy. You know, like, I just, I don't want to give up on us. I, I don't know what happened. I, you know, I don't know what went wrong, but let's go to couples therapy. Let's try and fix this. And Raph's like, I just, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to work, but you know, Whatever. They go off, it's Nia Ferdalos, <laughs> aka Tula, my big fat Greek wedding, and she is, it, like, they're, they're going through this couple's counseling, and he says, you know, we just come from different, we come from different worlds, we come from different places, and I just think we want different things. They launch into this whole, <laughs> just everything, and then they are discussing it and Jane says, you know, like, I want to try. And Nia Vidalis's character is like, you know, Raphael, you don't seem receptive to this. Are you not emotionally in a place where you can work on this? They go to the baby shower Mind you, this is the baby shower that when he had asked Jane to move in, he had filled in this baby shower question thing, because he was so excited for the baby shower. And Jane's like, no, like, you won't be there. And, you know, we're not playing games anyway. Because <laughs> he's like, do I make a big entrance? You know, all this. And she's like, no. um, But, and, like, Zoe and Alba, they're very supportive, because, like, right before this, she... It was like, you know, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do if this doesn't work out? And if he's just working all the time and, you know, I, I don't know that I'm ready for this. And Zoe's like, then we'll step in. And I was like, of course, we're going to be here for you. We're going to be here for you no matter what. Again, I was crying. Um, but they like mid baby shower towards the end of the baby shower. Zoe's like, well, you know, I think, they're waiting on Raphael and Jane's like, I don't think he's coming. Raphael shows up, he has flowers. And then they're, a- they're going over the questionnaire that they each had to answer. And they ask Raphael, they're like, um, what, you know, what's the first, what, what does Jane want the baby's first words to be? And he's like, abuela. And- narrator's, like, kiss ass. (laughs) And, um, and Jane's like, well, it's daddy, actually. And they have this look. Oh, my God. And then she asks Jane, she's like, what does Raphael hope that the baby gets from you? And Jane's like, my music taste, because his favorite song is Living on a Prayer. And, uh, she's like, um, my impeccable organizational skills. And... This man, this sweet and perfect man wrote everything. The more Jane, the better. There's nothing about her that I don't love. And so then they look at each other and he says, let's try it. Like, let's try for the baby. They're sitting there. They end up skinny dipping in the pool. And Jane says, let's have sex. And he's like, what? And she's like, let's have sex. Like, we're having a baby together. Things are changing. Let's have sex. They almost do. They get caught. And so, the next day, Jane's like, you know, I almost did it. Like, I would have. I would, Like, if the, if the security guard hadn't been there, I would have done it. And so, I was like, do you really think that's how you're going to fix things? And she's like, no. You know, no. Raphael goes, okay, well, no. So... Jane goes to see Raphael and she's like, you know, I was thinking about it. Let's move in together. You know, like I wasn't there. Now I am. And, you know, like this is the next step and everything. He's like, Jane, like we need to break up. I don't love you the way that you love me. I felt slapped in the face. I felt like a knife had been stabbed in my back. I said, what the hell? I said, excuse me? I, I was, like, I I was, the woman was too stunned to speak. I was too stunned to speak. But I was, like, stab me again, why don't you? And it would hurt less. Like, what? And, and Jane's, like, I don't believe this. I don't believe your answer. And he's, like, it just isn't going to work. And, you know, we're both going to be new parents, and I think that's what we should focus on. Jane leaves. She's like, yeah, it's over. Maybe this is when she runs on Michael. And he's like, well, you don't seem upset. And she's like, well, you know, it is it is what it is. Turns out Raphael had gone back to see Nia in therapy. I was like, what did you do? He had gone back, and he's like, I'm in a dark place right now. Like, I just found out that my mother took $10 million to not be my mother and like my father's been murdered by my stepmother who was having an affair with my sister like I could lose the hotel everything is falling down around me and Jane has this romantic notion that love is better than everything and I almost like I cannot drag her down to the dark place and I almost did because I would have slept with her and I just know that she would have regretted that in the end. I'm like, the way I want to slap you. I want to slap you. Because the way in which if you just communicated that with Jane. Hmm, I'm like, this is your fault. This is your fault. Um, so from there we get to the final. We get to the final two episodes. Jane. For a moment, considers going for full custody. that thank God gets dropped very quickly, and she and Michael strike up this friendship. Petra and Raphael have this friendship, but I'm confused. I'm confused because I think he's just been playing her the whole time. I'm not entirely sure because he's still very much in love with Jane pretty much immediately regrets his decision. Louisa comes back a lot saner than she has been and so they're talking and she's like you have to tell jane that you made a mistake like jane like jane loves you like you guys will work this out you have to tell her he goes to tell jane that he's made a mistake and jane's like you know i'm glad that you broke up to me with me when you did i think you're right like i think we're gonna be fine co-parents as friends so he doesn't say anything michael is there when she gets braxton hicks I was like, I swear to God, if she goes into labor when it's Michael there and no one else is there and Raphael's not there, I'm going to lose it. Um, So it's Braxton Hicks. All's good. Except Raphael walks out and he's like, Michael, it was false labor. You can go. And he's like, well, I'll just wait to say goodbye to Jane. And Raphael's like, well, I'll tell her you say goodbye. You can go. <laughs> and he's like, I think I'll wait. And he's like, of course you will. Because you're always here just waiting. And and I don't even know what Michael said. And, um, but Raphael says, why don't you just be man enough and admit that you want her back? And he's like, fine. Yeah, I'll say it. I want her back. Um, he's like, and you can't stand it. Like you can't stand this. And Raphael's like, well, if you weren't hiding behind your badge all the time, Michael's like, okay, like, yeah, let's go do it. Like there's an emergency room right here. Like I will happily kick your ass. And honestly, If I had to put money down, a million percent would not be on Michael. Um, you know, honestly, Michael did shock me a couple of times. Like, he actually did have some smart decisions going on as a police detective, but also a lot of bad decisions. So, yeah, I would put my money on my, on Raphael. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to not put money down on Michael. Jane's like, this is embarrassing. I don't want to be seen with either one of you. <laughs> then Raphael comes over to apologize. He's like, I feel so bad about what happened at the hospital. I'm like, good, you should apologize. And then he's like, it was just, you know, seeing him, you know, with you. And she's like, because he drove me to the hospital, because he's my friend. He's like, Jane, come on. Like, you heard him. He wants more than that. And she's like, well, it's really none of your business. You broke up with me. And I'm like she has a point. And then, and the narrator's like, tell her. And at the same, because like at the same time, like tell her, Raph, like you man up and admit that you made a mistake and you want to be with her. And so he's like, look, I was waiting for the right time. There's never going to be a right time. I made a mistake. I do love you. I love you. I was dealing with the fact that my mom had taken this money. My father had died. I was in a dark place. I thought I was carrying you down with me. And so instead of fighting for you, I walked away and I wish I'd made another decision. And, you know, I made a mistake because you and the baby, you are all I want. And she's like, okay, like you just expect me to believe that. And I'm like, you know, it's not that I don't love that he said it. And it's not that I also don't think that he's right when he says, you know, I was waiting for the right time, but there's never a right time. But, like, out of all of the not right times, this was probably the most not right time to say this. You know what I mean? Like, you've put this girl through the ringer. She is heavily pregnant with your child like nesting going through all of these emotions the baby is breached she's trying to fix this she's thinking she's going to be kind of a single parent you know like a lot is going on probably not the best time to be like hey you know all of those terrible things that I said a couple of weeks ago and I doubled down on I was actually masking other things and that was all a lie because I do love you and I made a mistake you have to believe me. You know what I mean? Like, mm, I love you, Raph. I do. This was really stupid. This was really bad timing, you know? So then Michael comes over and again, I said, oh my God, Michael, will you just go away already? He's like, well, I made you a playlist for when you really do go into labor. Thank God they did not play that playlist. At one point, I was like, I swear to God if she pulls out her phone and starts playing this playlist, I will literally lose my mind. You know what I mean? And, um, and and he's like, you know, I want you to know that I'm cool with being friends. I'm like, you're a liar. And he's like, but you know, is there something going on between us? And Jane is honest with him. She says, you know, you are you are safe you are familiar you're what i know and he's like wow safe and familiar dude i lost it i'm like bro you're wearing khakis you're wearing a button-down shirt gingham i think it was a gingham button-down shirt and khakis your hair looks like you got it cut at great clips like you look like a 12 year old I don't know what else you're expecting yeah you're safe and familiar um and he's like well that's like not what I want at all and, and fair fair to him he should be with someone that doesn't just want to be with safe and familiar you know what I mean like all all hate aside to Michael that's absolutely fair for him to say and he shouldn't settle for someone who thinks of him as safe and familiar like, see, I do, I do want what's best for you, Michael, because I want Jane with Raphael and you are not him. And therefore, I want you to be with someone. I want you to be with your Raphael. But you know, like, you know what I mean? You know, you know. And I saw this great thing. I don't even know where it's oh, I saw it on TikTok because I started down to Jane the Virgin TikTok uh whole the other day. And someone said... Jane was Michael's soulmate, but Raphael was Jane's soulmate. That is an accurate statement. That's absolutely accurate. Jane was Michael's soulmate, but Raphael was Jane's soulmate. And, like, you know, you know, of course, I love Raphael. Um, so then. She does go into labor on a bus. Zoe and Rogelio are in Las Vegas for this show. They are kind of not speaking because they had been dating, but then she kissed uh, another guy after Easter because his mother, uh, played by Rita Moreno, had really upset her. And but then she ends up telling Rogelio, and he, like, is upset. But anyway, they're in Las Vegas, and they are like trying to get back to her, to Jane. And Alba goes home to sleep because it's middle of the night and Raphael and Jane are sitting there talking and they decide on Nina. Well, they decide on Nina and Jane says, Nina Villanueva. That has a great, it flows. I'm like, you know, it really does. Nina Villanueva and Villanueva. And he's like, oh, well, I thought it was going to be Solano. And she's like, no, like, I'm not married and I'm Van Ueva. And he's like, well, to be fair, I wanted to be. And I was like, mm, yeah. And he says, look, this is my one chance to pass down my family name. I am willing to give it up, Have have it be the middle name, but I'm going to need 50% less anger from you. And he goes all in, he doubles down again, and he says, the reason why I didn't go to Spain wasn't because the meeting was canceled. I didn't go because there was a chance you could go into labor. And the thought of missing this, even the smallest chance, I couldn't do it because I don't want to be my father. Like, I don't want to be my father. What you said was right. I idolized him and I don't want to be like him and I won't be like him because I love you. This show is so refreshing currently for two reasons. One, it's the open and honest communication for me, babes. I mean, Technically, yes. Raphael broke up with Jane. He should not have done, uh, because he was lying to himself. But you know what? That happens. You lie to yourself. Things happen. You know what I mean? But it's the constant, immediate. What's the word I'm looking for? God, I was. I had a train of thought, and I've lost the word that I'm looking for. It's, it's the immediate, um, like hey, you know what? I was wrong. You're right. I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. You're right. Or, you know, I wasn't thinking of you. I was thinking of me. I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. It's just this, it's just the immediate, like, realization that they have messed up and they admit to it. And it's, all of them, Like, Jane says it to Raphael. Jane says it to Xiomara. Xiomara says it to Alba. Xiomara says it to Jane. Michael even says it to Jane, even though I hate him. It's just this constant, like, I, you know what? I realized that was, I, that was a shitty thing for me to do, and I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. It's, like, so adult. I love it. So... Anyway, Labor stalls out. And then, so Xiomara and Rogelio are able to get on the plane. They get there. And at this point, it's time to push. Alba is there. Raphael's there. And Jane says, you know, it's fine. I can do this. Like, it's okay. She's going to miss it. But it's it's fine. I've got this. Raphael says, I'll call Michael. He can get a police escort. Like, I don't know if it'll work. But, it, like, I'll try. <laughs> this man, this man feels so threatened by Michael, of all people, but he knows that what Jane wants more than anything is for Xiomara to be there for the birth, so he puts it aside and he says, I'll call Michael, and I'll see if he can get a police escort for them, if that is not true, <laughs> Oh my god. So... She's like, really? He's like, I, you know, I'll do my best. Zamata gets there right when Jane's like, I can't, I'm tired. It's been an hour. She's like, I can't do it anymore. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Uh, well, Raph is like at the doctor, like there's this like whiteout moment. Raph's like, it's been an hour. And Zamata's like, okay. And she says basically the same thing that Alpha had said to her. She's like, either push this baby out or I'm going to yank it out of your body. And so they're like, Jane la- They all laugh. Jane pushes out the baby. Baby cries. It's a boy. <laughs> and then, the oh my God, the Alba and Samana like, a bo- and Jane, they're like, a boy. And Samana's like, we don't know anything about boys. Raphael has tears in, the- in his eyes. And he's like, I'm here and I'm ready to answer any questions you have. Like, it's this beautiful baby. Look at the beautiful baby. And then Jane's like, we definitely can't name him Nina, right? They decide on Mateo. That was her grandfather's name. (sighs) God. The name, Mateo Gloriano. Rogelio Solano. Villanueva. And Rogelio's like, you named the baby after me? (laughs) I'm like, well, it's a name. Um. Oh, my God. It was, oh, my God. But all is not well that ends well because the final four, the way the final five minutes had me on a roller coaster. I was happy. I was sad. I was shocked. I was like, ah. Okay. So, Michael. Shows up. See the baby. I'm like, why are you here? He's like, I just came by to see the baby because I broke like a dozen traffic rules to get there. Like, you're a cop. No, you didn't. <sighs> so Michael sees the baby. Petra. that So there's been all these calls from the hospital where Raphael had been having his cancer treatments. Raphael's like, I don't want to talk to them. I don't have time for this. So Scott, his assistant, Goes to Petra and Petra's like, Well, you know, they can talk to Mrs. Solano, which was you, until she's like, Fine, I'll take it. Turns out, Raphael had two sperm samples. They all thought it was one, it's two. Petra goes off to tell Raphael about this, but then here's Raphael telling, I think, Louisa, like, You know, I feel bad for manipulating Petra, but like, I'm in love with Jane and, you know, I want her best interest at heart. So Petra goes off and collects the sperm sample and does not tell Michael, or does not tell Raphael. So I can only assume. I know where this is headed. I know where this is headed. So, oh, and then, and then Michael shows up to see the baby Then we find out that Xiomara and Rogelio had gotten really, really drunk in Las Vegas the previous night and got married at a Vegas chapel. (laughs) And then Jane's just there holding Mateo by herself. A nurse comes in and says, I'm here to take him to get his hearing test done. Jane's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was a full house earlier. She's like, that's okay. I'll take him now. We'll be back in 10 minutes. This woman just takes the baby, walks away, out of the hospital, to Rose. That's how season one ends. Yo, I'm so glad I did not have to wait a whole summer. I am not shocked in the slightest that Gina Rodriguez won the Golden Globe for this season. Every award should have just gotten to people on the show. I... You know, my music teacher used to say, when we would have competitions, we'd go to competitions in the spring, he would say, like, the whole time while we're practicing, like, leading up to, like, walking into the competition room, he would say, have a strong start and a strong finish. Doesn't matter what happens in the middle. The judges will forget that. They will remember how you started, and they will remember how you end. The way this show in the first episode and the last episode crammed so much in you really could not have most of the middle and like you're just so shocked and like hooked from the first and the last episode that like you wouldn't have to watch the others to do it but everything oh I can't wait I can't wait I mean I say that now I might regret that later but I cannot wait for what happens next On that note, I am heading out of here on this long season one of Jane the Virgin Wrap-Up Podcast. Look, there were 22 episodes. They are 42 to 44 minutes long each. Like, personally, I think I did good, and I think I got most of the plot points included. You know, there were some things that I missed, but you know what? I was trying to focus on the most important things, and by the most important things, I mean Jane and Raphael and now baby Mateo. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Um... Come back for more. I will be doing wrap-ups, like I said, on all five seasons of Jane the Virgin. My thoughts on it. You can watch real-time over on Instagram, like I said at the beginning. Sockbun Studios, my Instagram stories. (sighs) I can't wait. I finished this podcast with enough time. I'll get to watch one episode. I'll get to finish season two, episode one. I am very excited. Until next time. We still have the June wrap-up. There were a lot of books to get through. We have to discuss Hallmark. Yes, we're going to talk about the H word again here. And then I had a couple of other podcasts that I had the thoughts for. I had started, but hadn't finished. So there's a lot coming. Happy summer, everyone. Happy Jane the Virgin getting me out of my slump again. Until next time, remember, there are no bad hair days. I will see you guys next week.